how many calories are in just a yes. hamburger from Five Guys. No cheese, no bacon, not a yep. little. Just what is, what, is, what is it listed just off the bat? What do you mean? What is it listed? Mm-hmm. 700 calories. So tell me, Chris Krause, about your second month of 2021. One down. Um, so far, it's been a tiring month for all new, way better reasons. Yay! Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been so entirely occupied by one thing, <laughs> and that's trying to kick my friend's ass at losing weight and being healthy. Yeah. Um, so as you know, and as probably like a third of the fan base listening to this, <laughs> um, we started a, uh, a competition with a few of our old friends, uh, our old coworkers, <clears throat> to because we're all fat pieces of shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to we all have Apple watches, so we figured we'd start a, uh, a workout activity competition thing with all of us to track our points. Um, Winner take all. It started as a hundred dollar per person entry. Now it's a. We just decided. I don't know who decided or why. I think hey, it was why Johnny. Do we, why don't we do one hundred fifty? I'm really was, fired up about I think this. It was Johnny. I think it was yeah. Johnny or Scamming who was like, "What about one fifty boys?" Yeah, and they were like, "Ooh, six hundred dollar pot. We're making our own stimmies, boys." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's uh, amount of like workout activity points that the Apple Watch awards you, which thankfully caps at six hundred a day. Um, which I've never hit in a day and I've now hit all three days in February. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, and then an extra hundred points per week for remaining sober for the whole week, which is an honor system. And then we weigh in at the beginning of each week and you get a hundred points for every pound lost, uh, at each weigh in. Uh, and, uh, it's intense. I'm, I'm going real hard. I'm <laughs> going at it harder than I've ever gone for anything. And I was feeling so on top of the world. And then today we shared like strategies. We like got to peek behind each other's curtains. And I was like, oh my God, they have no idea what's coming for them. And then I learned what they're doing. I'm like, I'm fucked. <laughs> <laughs> so set the record straight how I am not doing this. No, you're not doing it. You would uh, disappear into nothingness. If I don't you yeah, tried I to don't need to lose weight. Be so. healthier or lose weight. <laughs> yeah. So I don't, I don't, I'm trying to gain weight. I'm trying to gain muscle mass. So. We should have included you, but <laughs> every pound you put on, you oh, get a hundred points. That would be a really unhealthy, but yeah. but yeah. Um, so I'm like the judge, I guess. There's You're really the no judge, judge, assistant coach, impartial coach to all four of us. Yeah, but you know what's funny? Nobody's really... You're the only one who's really asked me for knowledge. Thanks, Dubs. Everybody else is... Well, no, I think, I think they don't want to use me in case I leak any information to anybody else. Okay. But I, I mean, care. I don't care if that... Like, I'm also like... 
it's 150 bucks. If I lose 150 bucks and get way healthy in the process and help my friends get healthy, whatever. Um, but you could be making 600, but I could be making <laughs> 450 additional bucks. Oh yeah. True. Um, yeah. But uh, I mean, for me, it'll be making $600 because we also, we've all been joking. We all, you're also the piggy bank. You're the yeah, coach. I'm the piggy judge bank. piggy bank. We all sent you 150 bucks. Uh, and then you'll send 600 bucks to whoever the winner I'll is. I'll award it to the winner. Yeah. Um, so we're all joking that you could just like run off now. It's where is <laughs> your long con of you just want to get 600 bucks out of us. I wouldn't even know what to spend it on at this point. Like, Johnny was saying you should invest it in GameStop for the oh, entirety yeah. of the competition. Yeah, I should. And then withdraw it at the end. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm super excited. Um, be, mainly because this is a self-driven initiative. Like you can never force somebody to do something they don't want to do when it comes to health. Especially. Yeah, no, we decided to do it. Scammon and Johnny started it. Yeah. And then looped me in and then looped Colin. I think scam asked me. No, no, no. He asked me to judge off the bat. And oh yeah. Yeah. Cause I got thrown into it. He was just like, oh, Hey, yeah. Like you can judge it. Right. And I was just immediately not even considered as taking part. No. And I asked, and that's when I said, wait, how come I'm not being involved in this? And then Johnny goes, fuck you. (laughs) You're keeping up with us without trying. You're not in the competition, but we're keeping an eye on like your shit. And you're like right there with us. Yeah, I'm just working out normally. Stupid. I'm just working out normally, and yeah, I'm I'm crushing it. I'm hoving around with you guys for the most part. So yeah. Have you like done an Apple Watch like competition before? Like we're no, doing? this is the first time. Have you hit 600 in a day yet? How can I tell? Uh, you just look like in the Apple Watch data. Um, if you go over like to the competitions page of the activity app, you can see how many uh, points you've earned that day. Um. Total, I've earned 2,222 points. You probably should have hit 600 someday. See those little bars for each day? Oh, no, I hit 600 on Tuesday. Did you see the little animation it gives you? No. I love finding out about little, like, surprise animations that the Apple Watch has in store that, like, someone spent a long time animating just for this one occasion. (laughs) Like, for your birthday. When it's your your birthday and the first time you raise your wrist with an Apple Watch, it says, happy birthday! Thing, and yeah. there's balloons on your screen and stuff and new year's it does fireworks and it taps your wrist and now stuff. this makes no sense right yeah i hit 600 once yeah and because i'm doing this against scam and scam has hit 600 every day yeah except for today yet i'm winning uh how is uh, scam has 2193 yeah i have 2222 that's a fun number um because your average for all three days must be higher than it's not I've hit 600 once. Every other day, I've been below 600. I don't know. So I don't know how that's being Maybe like the amount that you're below 600 totaled up compared to the amount that he's below you today. Because he's pretty low today. Oh, true. He'll probably like pull ahead. He'll pull ahead. As he works out tonight. He will pull ahead like by the end of the day. But it's just I get so. (laughs) Why? I don't don't know. I get so like excited when I see that I'm winning for the day. I'm like, woo, I made it to 600. Now I'm just waiting for these bozos to show up at the end of the finish line. (laughs) And they fucking do every day. And it pisses me off so much. So here's a question. Yes. Do you love this so far? So far, yeah. yeah. And I'm surprised I do. I would have... I would have bowed out right before it started or tapped out by now, no joke, if we hadn't been working out every week for, like, months now. How long has it been? 
Like summer. Uh, yeah, it's been a long time. Four, five, six months. Um, yeah. So if if we hadn't been doing that and I didn't have the spin bike and I already started doing that and I, I wouldn't have been able to do this in my... Really? Like if you started cold turkey, you, you would have you If I started out. cold turkey, if we didn't start working out in summer and instead we just decided to do this, I wouldn't know what to do. I wouldn't have the equipment. I wouldn't have the like the f- mental fortitude to start eating that healthy that fast. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, uh, it's just I got a little bit closer like every month of 2020 to that. Now I'm in a place where I'm like, I could do this. Like I'm not struggling. Like I'm just. This is what it's going to take to win. I'm going to need to work out at least an hour every day. <laughs> um, that's. That's normal. That's how much I work out every day. I don't think normal. that's normal. I work out 45 minutes to 60 minutes every day at least. Seven days a week? Five. Okay. That's the other tough part. We haven't hit a weekend yet. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Oh, the weekend fun. Which oh, I am yeah. so glad. And one of the downsides, maybe it's a planned downside, or maybe it's just like a like a side effect that they know about but aren't going to fix, is when... so. The competitions always last for seven days. Mm-hmm. So we started it on Sunday the 31st, and it kicked off on February 1st, Monday, and it runs until Sunday. And then it won't say who won until, until Monday. Monday at midnight. So like when Sunday crosses over into Monday and Sunday's done, then if you happen to be wearing your watch at midnight, it'll say like, congrats, you won the competition. Or it's just going to tell all four of us that we tied the competition. <laughs> you tied, you tied, you tied. Yeah. Um, which will be fun. Um, but uh, we won't know who wins. What was I saying? Oh, so it'll tell us who wins. And then you can't. So start you, then you one. could start a new competition on Monday when it tells you the results. But it won't. But it won't kick off until Tuesday. Um, because you have like, you have to start it the next day. Because you got to start at a blank slate. Yes. Yeah. And you can't start it uh while the competition is ongoing to be kicked off the next day so we were trying to maybe come up with an idea to avoid that but then someone threw out the idea of like or we can just use that day as like a skip day and at first i was like no let's let's do this february because i think my brain is just like four clean weeks of february yeah monday to sunday four times and then you're done um my monkey brain was like, "Ooh, pretty rectangle." <laughs> uh, <laughs> looking at the calendar, but now like these these rest days, I am going to savor the shit. You know, <laughs> oh, see, see, you know what I would do if I was competing uh, on the rest days? That's the day that I mentally crush you and I keep going. And on on rest day, it's like, why did he burn twelve hundred calories? <laughs> like, <laughs> And then it's just. I thought when you said mentally crush you, I just light them up in the group chat all day. No, no, it's just you're f- fucking going down. No, it's just you don't say anything. You, you go, I love, I, I'm so glad we did a rest day, guys. And then I proceed to put down 1,200 calories for that day. Yeah, just on the burn. And you say flex. nothing, and then it, it's they're just gonna get notifications. Chris just, finish a workout. Chris finish a workout. Yep. Chris finish a workout. Just fucking blow. They're gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then it's gonna be demoralizing. It's gonna be like, ah. Uh, I have to. I don't want to. Uh, and then they, they have don't to, have to. They, uh, you know that puts that puts fire to their feet. <laughs> that puts fire to the feet. And then it's just I have to. No way. Uh, I think all f- that's what you know what that is. That is the moment in a fight where instead of swinging back, you shell up even more. 
Yeah. And that's when you keep pouring it on. That's what that is. Yeah. That, and it's just, nope, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to overwhelm you with this pressure <laughs> and you're not going to be able to escape this I pressure. I think so. I think all three of them are intelligent enough to be like, fucking idiot. <laughs> I'm going to sleep today. Fuck that. Cause I'm losing yeah. weight, baby. If I'm in it for losing weight. Guess who's losing that weight? Yeah. This motherfucker. I'm going hard, baby. I'm going hard. I am slightly bummed about where our rest days are going to fall. They're random as shit. They are. It's literally, it's it's next Monday. Yeah. And then the Tuesday after that. And then the Wednesday after that. Uh, if they were literally back by one day each, <laughs> it would be the Super Bowl, Valentine's Day, <laughs> and then my anniversary. <laughs> But they're the day after the Super Bowl, the day after Valentine's Day, and the day after my first day. It's like, well, fuck, whatever. You should, uh, yeah, you know what? I mean, we can't change it. Like the, you know what you could do? You could just burn those calories on your off day and still burn the calories on the day that you're competing and then just still have your rest day on Super Bowl. No, I, no, because the Super Bowl is part of the competition. I know. So, you, so I need to get 600 points. Yeah. So you do that anyways. And yes. then you do whatever you would want to do if that was a rest day. And well, then yeah. On, and then on your rest day. That's what I do every day. <laughs> Whenever I'm not filling my rings, I'm. it's a rest rest of the day. <laughs> like, I'm not working out all day. Right. Right. True. I mean. But I do, like, make more of an effort. Like, today I got up from my desk and walked around more right. often just to get a few more calories squeezed out here and there. And Oh, dude. Oh, dude. But it's it's something. I really like the. It's also, like, just a distraction. Like, it's a very busy, chaotic, hectic month at work for me. Yep. It's going to be. You could say that for just, me, too. Yeah, just for the company we work at in general but then also like just the timing of what happens in my department in february it's very crazy but um so it's just like a nice i'd rather be more focused Focused on on that getting healthy and crushing my friends that's why i love having that to look forward to each day i go oh i get to i get to get on the spin bike today i get to put in a fucking class hey i get to get to lift today get to put on some weights hey i get to do some ring fit that's gonna be fun yeah hey, I get to do it's always good to have that thing to look forward to it's that yeah. goal yeah, right? yeah yeah but uh but yeah dude no i would just <laughs> it would be mean you know what you do it'd be fucking mean you go hard every day and each day you still take pictures of like General South chicken, pizza, five guys. And you just go, hey guys, I'm loving this month. And you take a picture and you just keep fucking Dude, going. I know yes. at least two of them are listening to this. So they're going to see right through it. But I'm still doing that. And it's just, yeah, yeah. Just like, hey guys. I'm just going to Google images. No, like I was going to say like. pizza. Yeah, right. I was going to say. Philly cheesesteak. <laughs> Yo, I love this month, guys. This this month is nice. Yeah, this month is nice. I'm feeling crispy. Yeah, and you're just you're just crushing it. Mm, Buffalo Wild Wings. Yep. It's like, <laughs> oh, oh man, they got a new flavor, guys. <laughs> just I'm t- eating my like <laughs> three pieces of spinach, and I send them a picture of Buffalo Wild Wings, and be like, hmm. Hope you guys are having fun. No, you see, I was gonna say you do like an actual like selfie of you eating it. Oh. Right. But not, I, I don't want to actually eat it, but just like putting it I in know. my mouth. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. That's the difference. That's the See, difference. here's, here's the deal. And this is going to sound sad. That's what I if would do. If I took a piece of Buffalo Wild Wings and put it to my mouth <laughs> to take a picture, it would magnetize. <laughs> I could not move it away from my mouth as hard as I tried. 
I would, I would just be, if I had to... My be, mouth is watering. I almost couldn't <laughs> say that sentence because I was drowning. You see, if I had, to, like, that's the thing, that's why I'm glad I'm not competing. I'm yeah. so glad because A, I don't need to lose weight. B, my, comp- my competitive, like, crazy shit brain would yeah. just be like, you should do shit like that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you should make your friends cry every day. Yes. Like, make them hurt. Like, you have to psychologically attack them, attack them physically. Like, you have to, like, get on top of it and pressure and pressure and pressure. Yeah. Just be aggressive with it. Yeah. And it'll just be, oh, man. Just make them wash out. Yes. Just, I want to make them tap out of the competition. I wanna, yes. I want to lose. I want them I wanna, to quit. I want to. <laughs> yes. it's, it's the equivalent of I have to go to the dark place. You have to go to that like dark part in the mind of just my only intent and focus. I have to I'm living I'm living in the in the now in the short term. So yeah. I'm not living for four weeks. I'm living for the next six hours. And what am I doing these six hours? Yeah, I'm going to hit a thousand calories at least plus. Right. But then I'm also going to be doing crazy shit like, you know, buying and everything or a meat lover's pizza and taking a picture of me like, putting hot sauce on it in front of them. And then doing what with the pizza? Eating it. You would eat it? Well, if I was competing, I bet you I could still eat like shit and still, if I was going like a maniac, still be okay with my weight. Really? Be okay yes. with your weight, but not lose weight. I probably want to lose it. No. Yeah. Probably You'd have to it. work hard as hell to lose weight, right? Yeah. Like you, the amount that I eat now yeah. and, and what I work out with now. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. But it's just, or even better, I'll just give it to my girlfriend. <laughs> all right i took the picture you could have this large pizza now <laughs> yeah exactly just hey this is for you hey this is yeah. for you or you know what i do i'll just freeze it and then i just say hey look i could just have food to eat throughout the in march yeah i'll be fine <laughs> a freezer full of food that you exclusively use to taunt yes <laughs> like the taunt freezer yes exactly <laughs> the taunt just freezer. month old frozen like that's fine five guys burger. oh that's fucking perfect baby Wrap it up. Well, fucking a deep fry. We come from oh. very different mindsets. Oh. I'm literally like someone, uh, someone I, today, uh, I was like, what are you guys eating? What's your plan or whatever? And someone was like, are we going to like put our cards on the table like that? And I was like, oh yeah. Like we're trying to lose weight, man. <laughs> like it's, I know $600 is on the table, but like I sent my meal prep picks day one. Here's my yeah, broccoli chicken rice slot bowl. I saw that. I, I again. I would just be if I can mean. make you break. You would be mean if I could make you fucking break. <laughs> mean spirited. <laughs> oh man, do you look at these new? I don't know this. Oh man, they got a new. I got the new thing. Lady Gaga Oreos from Walmart. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh man, they taste so good. Don't worry, guys. I'm using oat milk. Just you know. <laughs> just man, you guys got to taste. Don't, don't worry about me, guys. <laughs> i'm doing all right guys awful you know do you think you would break if i did that to you every fucking day for four for four weeks i here no joke here's how i'd feel i would be like what is he doing and then when i caught on to the joke i'd be like oh that's pretty funny and then you'd keep doing it i'm like okay that's a little bit much and then you'd keep doing it week two week three i'd just get fucking annoyed and i quit <laughs> like i wouldn't break I'd, like you wouldn't break my spirit you would break my like enjoyment <laughs> like okay it's not funny anymore <laughs> it's not it's not supposed to be funny i want to leave this group chat it's not supposed to forfeit be funny. the competition yeah. so i have to stop seeing the shit it's not supposed to be funny it's supposed to just it's supposed to hurt you no it wouldn't hurt me it would annoy me that's hurting you it's making you leave you're tapping out that's what it is 
Yeah. You don't always have to get the choke, man. If you can hurt, if you hurt, like, you know, you go for, if you go for a choke and you don't get it under the chin, yeah. you can still slide it on the chin and pull the chin back. You can still get it, man. Tapping out's tapping out. Yeah. You get that W, how you get that W. <laughs> you fucking <laughs> play dirty. <laughs> That's 600 schmeckles, baby. That is. Do you have any, like, actual recommendations for me? Because I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I don't actually have access to that nasty delicious food that i want to eat and take selfies with but then will eat you know what's even better close to my mouth you started off by saying hey guys what are you craving right now the absolute most and then everyone would be like oh man and then someone would be like oh five guys i'm like oh man where's the nearest five guys to your house and then oh it's like three blocks away oh man that's so close have you downloaded the app yet They'd be like, Dubs, what are you doing? And I would just then send the picture of me eating Five Guys. Yeah. I would just go get Five oh, Guys. Oh, no. I was thinking, like, slowly convince them to go get Five Guys. That is something like, you could oh, do. Oh, man. What would you order, though? Yeah. You, <laughs> you could totally, yeah. Like, what's your favorite? Yeah. No, just slowly chip away at you it. You could probably get a small and be fine. Like, you could get the little bacon cheese. Eat half of it and just yeah. eat half one day and the other half the next day. They have the, they have the lettuce option. Like, you could have it with lettuce instead of bread. But the bread is so good. You don't want <laughs> if you're gonna get five guys you might as well get the bread cajun fries or normal fries <laughs> exactly right? like, which yeah. one which one me are you actually asking yeah i'm asking, asking. Uh, normal fries normal fries well, yeah i yeah i would just be it would just be fucking dirty yeah you'd play dirty as hell it be, it's 600 schmackles man like that's basically five thousand dollars to me that's so much yeah i really didn't think of like what i would use it on but we like talked about what everybody else said they were going to use it on. Johnny's going to get a hoverboard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the one wheel hoverboard. The one wheel. Scammon's going to get some nice clothes, which I respect. I think uh, Colin said he's going to get a graphics card or something, which mm-hmm. I like that idea too. I was like, ooh, PS5. Ooh. Under $600. That's a nice down payment, yeah. <laughs> a down payment on a PS5. Down payment, yeah. Um, or I literally just could like toss it into stocks or something. But I don't know. I want to wait for all this chaos to settle before I touch stocks at all you gotta wait for that w what you gotta win the money first yeah i know exactly but you know it's fun to plan yeah i would just it's kind of like the conversation i'm having is like what would i do if i won the lottery <laughs> even no, though it's like see, a you one got, in four you chance. gotta have the mentality of what am i going to do when i win yeah just and what am i going to do to win yeah dude oh man just i remember in 2016 mm-hmm. 2016 I would I was like for, I was just in a different place in life. Yeah. And I remember with my kettlebell, it would be like 1:30 in the morning and I'd just be doing fucking snatches in my Jesus. room, just just fucking sweating out the demons. Why? Just sweating out the demons, just yeah. like I can't sleep, so I'm just going to fucking work until I can't do this anymore. And just fucking I was just fucking <laughs> I couldn't sleep last night because I had such a terrible day at work and I knew today was going to be terrible too. Ooh. That I watched I was in bed at like 11:30 and I watched the entirety of Avengers Endgame in bed on my phone. <laughs> that is a sad. I just I was just awake. You know what you should watch? What? You should watch the uh John Favreau Chef show. Yes, I want to. You should watch that. Well, maybe not this month. <laughs> <laughs> See, I was got you. God damn it, Dubs. <laughs> Colin, if you're listening, scamming, uh, check out the John Favreau Chef Show. It's really, really, really good. It's really good, man. It's really good. Well, more power to you. Thank you. I'm, I'm excited. Thanks, thanks for coaching us and giving tips. But and... I'm not really, I'm not really giving a lot of tips. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, and 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 this was kind of pointed out. You scam. 
you, Scam, and Johnny have all worked out with me at some point. Yes, I worked out with you thirty minutes. You, ago. you worked out with you worked out with me the absolute most. Scam worked out with worked out with me I think twice. Johnny worked out with me I think only like, twice. Yeah. Oh, I thought you, you worked out all the time when he lost all the weight, or did you just give him tips? I just gave him tips. Uh, I was okay. like, "This is what you should eat, and this is what you should up on on what you're doing for workouts." Interesting. Like, okay, cool. Boom, and just shed all the weight. You know, I was like, "Damn, okay, your body likes that, so you're good." <laughs> Let me just shit out forty pounds real quick. Yeah, you're fine. You're good to go. <laughs> um, so yeah, he was fine. Um, Johnny, we did a few, and like we talked about it. Uh, we talked about it before, but just when Johnny wanted to work out with me. He only wanted to work out early in the morning. Yeah. And I fucking hate the mornings. And I fucking yeah. hate working out in the mornings. And and I was just, okay, fine. If we're going to work out in the morning, we're going hard. Yeah. You know, you want to work out with me for some reason? Fine. We're going to do it. <laughs> I'm going to so, teach you what that's like. <laughs> we're going to go to the park. I'm bringing, like, my mace. I'm bringing the sandbag. Mm-hmm. I'm bringing the steel bag, the steel bell. I'm bringing the ropes. We're going all out. Yeah. And then we did that, I want to say, like, maybe five times, six times. Mm-hmm. And then it was just, he's just stopped asking me to work out in the mornings. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was just getting miserable. Who has put up the most fuss while working out with you? Please say me. What's fuss? Uh... <laughs> Noises or not doing something? Oh, not not doing something. I like to think that I do most things that you tell me to do. I just complain about it the whole time. Scammon put up the puts up the least fuss. He almost didn't. He didn't say anything actually. Well, yeah, I was just we're gonna do this, and he would just be like, "What are you doing?" Okay, and then he would just do it. That was legit. All he did wow. with us for like an that hour. That dude has some mental fortitude. He does. I mean, yeah, yeah, he does. Um, so he like didn't say a thing. He just yeah. fucking did it. Johnny, um, that's that that Navy boy. Yeah, it's it's the it's the veteran uh, part of him. Oh, yeah. the, Johnny didn't really complain. He was just like. I guess concern for his health, like it, I think, like you like be pushing. I, I do just stop. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I'm like, why? Like you're okay? He goes, no, no, and like, like, and he's like spitting up, like he's gonna throw up. Yeah, like, yeah. So Johnny never really complained. He just, he just, his body rejected what we were doing. Gotcha. <laughs> like violently sometimes. I, the first couple times with you, I learned what my body's limit was. <laughs> And I refuse to get to that point. So I think that's why I complain. Because I need to let you... You make my, the most noise. You my make the stomach most noise. is telling my brain to tell my mouth to tell you to stop. <laughs> no. <laughs> Please no more. You make the most noise. <laughs> like today. My noises today were very good. With the skull crushers. Yeah, like you were, you were making a lot. Of- <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I was also making noises for you because you make noises for me. Like, I don't make them for when you. When I really have to push, you're like, go, 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 go. Like, yeah, come on, push, push, push. Yeah. <laughs> so you were doing it, I just went, ooh, ooh. <laughs> push. That, that doesn't really help me the way you think it does. <laughs> no, I, you were just laughing. Yeah. I, I, like, I activated your core. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I make those sounds because that's just. That those are for me. That's the bracing and and the exertion that I'm putting yeah, out there. I was doing them for you. <laughs> oh, I thought you were making those sounds because when you first did this, I remember when you were like, "Oh, is that like when we were doing the dumbbell skull crushers?" You were like, "Oh, is that the same? That's the same like the overhead, right?" And I was like, "Not really." Like, <laughs> you said, "Nope." I said, "What's different about it?" And you said, "You'll see." <laughs> 
<laughs> for those who don't know what a dumbbell crusher is, you lay down on a table and you pick up a 25 dumb- pound dumbbell right above your head and you just you bend it back like you're like you're putting your fist in the air, but you're sideways, you're horizontal. So your your fist is in the air and now you're putting it parallel to the floor. Next to your so head. You, you're next to your head. Then you and then you just lift it and your only your elbow is moving. <laughs> And I started to move down, and my elbow's like, all the way to the floor, got it. <laughs> Just like, <"Whoa!" laughs> Like, I, the second I got momentum, it went harder, and it got harder to stop. And it almost crushed my skull, so I get it. Yes. I literally, every single one, I had to use my other hand to but help. But that's what helps, is that the fear of it hitting you helps, like, gives you that oof. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, man, I don't want to hit myself with the weight. So you go hard. Yeah, that fear of death. And then you said after like two uh, sets of it, you're like, how are you feeling? And I said, like, I'm defying death. <laughs> very accurate. Yeah. It's very accurate. It's like just- I am. I'm. I'm. <laughs> like running away from an explosion every time <laughs> the sound you made i thought was the sound of you not realizing what it would feel like and then when you started you found out what it felt like yeah and it surprised you yeah it was like that exertion effort exertion mixed with shock <laughs> yeah that's what it was <laughs> <laughs> pure panic and absolute effort yeah that's basically that's what it was it sucked yeah but uh yeah it's, but it's, we did uh preacher curls for the first time you liked it right yeah which is just put your arm on a table and put a big old weight in your hand and just lift it only mm-hmm. your elbow moves feels good um yeah curls for the girls curls for the girls baby and you said which made me very nervous yeah. i'm excited to hear from you how your arms feel tomorrow after this <laughs> I said, uh-oh, he knows something that I am about to know. <laughs> the first time I did them, the next day, I didn't realize the soreness. Like, it felt sore. I was like, ooh, yeah, I worked out. And then I accidentally, like, fully extended. <laughs> and I was just, oh! Like, just... I, I remember... Like, oh, no. Uh, oh, no. Long time ago, when we used to work at Apple... Uh, I like worked out really hard one day and I did a lot of arm stuff, like more than I should have. Yeah. I, like I, I did too much. And then the next day I was like sore, but it's like, oh, this is, this is fine. I can, I can make it. I'm, I'm a little sore, but whatever. And then the drawer at the end of the, the, yeah. the genius bar at the back where you have to like latch your fingers in and just pull. pull. I couldn't open it. <laughs> I literally, I needed somebody else to open it. I was like, Whoa. oh, oh. <laughs> Like, it was the first time I had to lift or pull something. I was like, Ugh. and I tried it with, like, two hands. I'm like, oh, no, it hurts. It hurts. And then, like, someone, I was like, Denora, can you open the thing for me? She's like, what? I was like, just, I worked please, out really hard. Please. please. Please don't make fun of me. My favorite, uh, my favorite thing to do is the overextensions with the ropes. Yeah. That's just that oh. stupid. Oh, it's great. It's great. Anyways. Good so luck. Good luck to you, sir. Thank you. Good luck to, uh. Good luck to all you fans out there listening who are part of this <laughs> competition. <laughs> or joining us, yes, 100%. Um, you have written down on here hockey slang. Yes. What is what? What is that? Are you going to just hit we me touched, with some... We touched base on it before. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You were going to hit me with some hockey slang, and I was going to try and guess what it was. Okay. Yeah. Do you have any in mind? Yeah. Hit me. Okay, you bender. Uh, you're, an, you're an asshole. Bender is an asshole. Right? Nope. No. Bender. Bender, bender. You you bend the end of your stick? What a fucking bender. 
Do you, do you like warp the end of your stick to like no. get an advantage on? That's called flexing your stick, but no. If you flexer, I'm gonna no, take it's bender. And no, that's one that I just made up. Okay, okay flexer. Okay, You're okay, person who flexes your stick. I'll use it. Um, no, I don't know. Bender. Like a bender. A bender is somebody. Um, you're supposed to have your hockey skates tied really tight. Okay. And if you don't have uh, strong ankles, your legs bend inward. So mm. instead of skating in a hockey stance, you're like this, <laughs> and like your feet are like ankles in. Yeah, knees so touching. It's basically like you're so bad at skating, you can't even stand there. Gotcha. Because you're a fucking bender. Because you're a bender. Yeah. So it's just someone. It's making fun of someone who's bad because they're bad. It's basically calling somebody like, yeah, you can't skate. You're trash. Yeah. Instead of saying like, wow, you can't skate while you're out here. You just go like, oh, you fucking bender. You're bender. <laughs> yeah, just shit like that. It sounds way worse than it is. Like, it's not a nice... There's, that's there's not no, nice. There's no super, like, high-level extreme hockey terms that are really bad. It's all... It's hockey terms, right? It's like that... It's like this weird fucking... It's like this weird... It's its, its own culture in a bubble. It's like hockey culture mixed with, like, old Midwest Canadian yeah. jock dictionary. Yep like mindset like fucking yeah that's it like high vibes drunk vibes kind of talk yep you know what i mean like oh man you're gonna one t and selly huh you know just what just, is that <laughs> say that slower you're gonna go one t and then selly huh you're gonna go one t can you spell that for me o-n-e yeah one the number one t the letter t or t-e-e t tango just t one T, okay, and then Selly, Selly, S E L L Y, C E L L Y. Uh, so that one's cell phone. You're gonna call someone. You're gonna call it. You're gonna call the game. You're gonna quit. We're gonna call someone and come pick you up. Am I close? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna one T one time. One one trick. One time. One time. You're gonna do something once, and then Selly. <laughs> You're gonna call. You're gonna call for help, and you're gonna swap out with someone. You're gonna go sit on the bench and have someone take over for you. You're gonna do. You're gonna come out and do one thing cool and then leave. You're gonna one T and Sally. You're gonna do something one time and then call your buddy on your cell phone. Hey, I'm out here on the ice. Okay, do you, you, do you want it? Do you <laughs> yeah, want it? Tell okay. me what it is. <laughs> one T is a one timer. Okay. It's a type of pass and shoot technique. Okay. So it's you pass it, and while the puck's in motion, you shoot it immediately instead of receiving it as a pass. Gotcha. So you just smack it out of its trajectory. Yes. Okay. It's a one-timer. And Selly is celebrate. Okay. Gotcha. So if you if you have like a wild Selly, like that means like you like <laughs> rode your stick down the ice or some stupid yeah, some shit. stupid yeah, like some touchdown dances. Shit. Okay. All right. So is that bad? No, that's great. You're it means you scored a one-time goal and celebrated. Okay. All right. That's good. Okay. All right. Cool. Okay. All right. What was the other one? What do you mean? A bender. A bender? Just keeping track. Oh, bender. yeah. Bender? Bender's bad. One T and Sally. That's really cool. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Um, sauce that biscuit. <laughs> biscuit is the puck. Yes. Sauce the biscuit. <laughs> Sp- you're, are you going to spit on it? No. That's <laughs> fucking gross. <laughs> sauce the biscuit. Uh, you're going to gonna like hit it really hard. You're going to like add the sauce to it. You're gonna make a spicy you sauce. You you could. That's not what this is. That's not what this sentence is. But yeah, put some sauce on the biscuit. That's one of them. You could definitely have that. What? Okay, tell me. 
Sauce the biscuit? Yeah, what's sauce on the biscuit? It's a saucer pass. It's a style of pass where uh, you don't do like ice on ice passing. It's in the air. Gotcha. Like a flying saucer? Yeah. So sauce you sauce the, the biscuit. Oh, I should have asked for the... Well, I mean, I guess the spelling would be the same, right? But it's short for saucer. All right. I'm learning. You're already There's learning. a lot of shortened words. That's Sauce. Selly. Got it. Yeah, that's why it's uh, that's why it's a joke that everybody's last name you know there's some letter Kenny. Yeah, it's like Jonesy, Jonesy, Shorzy. Yeah, yeah, that's a hockey joke. Yeah. of just everybody's last name, especially because of the influx of different nationalities. You have yeah. you know like Finnish, Swedish, Russian, Canadian, American, um, French, Canadian. So many different names that are super long. Yeah, you just they're all just with ease at the end. Gotcha. Just to make it easy. Yeah. What would I be? Okay, Robsy. A uh, Robsy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Robsy. Like Robinson, but it would be Robsy. Rob, probably Robsy. Robsy. Yeah. And you'd be? Well, I'm Maddie. Maddie. Got Maddie. It. Yeah. Maddie. Robsy. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, like <laughs> one of my one of my good friends up in uh, in Canada. His uh, his name is Kersey. That's yeah. like, that's like we call him. I call him Kersey. It's just. His last name is Kerr, but Kersey. Oh, okay. Is, gotcha, is, is gotcha. Like, I thought his name was like Kurzekistan or no, something. No, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Don't be a pigeon. Don't be a pigeon. Don't take ah! a shit on other people. <laughs> um, don't uh, don't like run away uh, when like someone's coming at you. Like a pigeon. You know, you see a pigeon on the street. You walk towards it. You're like, you're cool. You're cool. You're cool. And then I get close. The pigeon flies away. Don't be a pigeon. Don't like. Don't run away from a fight. Don't run away from a, a puck. That's that's a very very good take. But no, that's not it. Damn it. No, but that's a very good take. That is a very good take. All right, hit me. Uh, pigeon. That's, that's what I got, and I'm convinced that I'm right. And whatever you tell me is isn't a be very good. bad player that does nothing else than sit on the bench. Oh, okay, so like sitting on the telephone wire or something like that. Yeah, so you never get off and go play because you uh, never. That would make sense. Too. You never get swapped into a, a the lineup to play, so Got you it. just sit on the bench like a pigeon. Is that like a choice? Is someone no, a pigeon by choice bad. or because they're bad that and nobody wants bad. to put them in? Yeah, you're so bad they don't want to give you playing time. Gotcha. So you're a fucking pigeon. Gotcha. Usually that's reserved for bottom six players. So yeah, you're on the fourth line, you fucking pigeon. Like that's <laughs> like that's what that's what you would that's say. That's mean. That, yeah, it is mean. It is mean. Oh no! Like when it comes to hockey, like fight and dirty talk. Oh, that's yeah. different than hockey slang. Like, I've heard it. there's like an entire episode of Letterkenny where it's just shorzy the meanest person just shit talking everybody you would love it it's basically oh, i know this conversation I've seen it. I've seen it. yeah i've seen it but like does any of it make sense like is it making sense kind of like yeah the i could see the it? like the uh extrapolation like the connection yeah you're, you're, this is good it. you got any more in you i'm already impressed by how many you just have right off the cuff <laughs> uh go bardowski uh you we talked about this one yeah, i think that's when you uh, shoot the puck into the goal and it hits the bar and goes down into the goal? Yes. Yeah. Yo, Bardowski. Bardowski. Yeah, so you go hit the bar and it's just <laughs> ding and it goes right down. Yeah. I like, I hate it and I love it, all these terms. <laughs> you hate, because why, why do you hate them? they all sound whimsical. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to one T and Selly. You're going to go to Bardowski. Well, Don't be a pigeon. <laughs> it's Well, they're not all said back to back, but it's also just, you say it... I've never heard anybody say these terms seriously. They're all done as a joke. Like, ironically. Like, somebody oh, shoots and the post, and it was like, ooh, Bardowski boys. Like, you yeah. just, it's a joke. You, you, know, you don't fucking... That's so fun. That's, like, part of it. I yeah. feel like it's, like, ironic past the point of irony. 
to a degree yeah like it circles yeah. back and now you're actually saying it yeah like you're actually yeah. excited that someone got a bardowski and there's no real other quick snappy way to say that yeah like, oh you hit the top bar and the puck went into the goal good job <laughs> fucking no, bar oh, go down bardowski yeah yeah right go bar down here boys you know i like it a lot i like that like culture camaraderie ship all right how about uh how about um you got good wheels uh yeah you're like either quick on your skates or you have like good mobility and turning or something you are quick yeah you're fast good wheels means you're a fast skater yeah you're a fast yeah. skater gotcha so it's like yo he's got fucking wheels it just means that he's a he fast could skate really fast yeah or got she it. he or she yeah, yeah just like that person's a fast skater and they can you got to keep an eye on him cool it's kind of now and then you have the fun stuff like uh you just have like there's very generic so you can't really do a lot of x's and o's in hockey you can kind of do X's and O's for strategy depending on situations. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's a weird concept that you can kind of just yell and it determines the play type in that situation. So, for example, if I say, you know, I'll start saying wheel, you know, like I'll just if I yell wheel, wheel is a is a is a style of breakout. Okay. So it's just <clears throat> let's say there's you know, one-on-one pressure on my other defenseman in our zone. And I say wheel, it means I see an opening for him to go or she, and they can take it behind the net, pick up speed and just go. So you wheel it behind the net. Okay. If I yell over, that means like my defenseman, my partner is uh, fetching the puck and they're getting immediate pressure and they don't have time to make a play. Uh, over means they throw it over to me. Gotcha. So it's immediate. So they don't have to think. They hear over and they know to just wing it down the boards around and I'll be there waiting for it. Gotcha. So you can just yell shit like it's weird. Yeah. Because it's not like a play. It, it's kind of a play. It's like moves. It's moves. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's. No, I had the same thing. I played lacrosse through high school. Is it, it, was, is it kind of the same? Yeah. It's just, it's open, open. Um, like I'm, I'm open for like a pass. Like you have two guys on you, and yeah, a yeah, clear yeah. shot to me, and no one's around me. Open, open, yeah. open. Or if I say like, if I just start, if like the puck's coming down, and I sh- if I'm yelling up, or I hear my teammate yelling up, it means like there's a password up to immediately break out. So yeah. the second I get to the puck, you just get rid of it. Yeah, going up. You know, so it's all it, it's there's some hockey talk, like play talk, but that's really it. You know what I mean? Besides, like get it deep. You know, dumping the puck in, heavy on the forecheck. Hold on, hold on, zones, hold on. You know, like getting it deep. That get means, it deep, get it deep. Uh, yeah. Get it away from our goalie. Get it as far. Get it, get it deep means um, instead of carrying the puck, like playing, like stick carrying the puck into the, the opposition zone, get it deep means you dump the puck in. So you toss the puck in. The way this play works is that Essentially, that means their defense people, the other team defending their line so well, you will not be able to break in with the puck because you'll get hit or you'll lose the puck to a poke check. When you dump it, if you attack that line with speed and you dump the puck in, and only a puck is going through the line, and then you are going full speed at it, they have to turn and go. Mm. So you're able to get behind them because you have momentum on the dump in. So you see, like, it's the play is called dump and chase. Yep. It's you dump the puck in and then you then chase you them to chase it. it hard. You have gotcha. to go hard, and, and when, you're already moving towards it. They have to. Oh, when this when that play turn. happens, the team the team with the puck is usually f- skating full speed at the blue line, <laughs> and it's like dump, 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 like get it deep, get it deep, and that's when you just fucking wing it. Or interesting. You, or yeah, you wing it. So like on the right hand side, 
you shoot it literally against the boards. So the puck goes against the boards all the way around yep. to your other winger. Yep. So it's you're hitting it that hard and your other winger skating that fast that that winger gets behind the line of, <laughs> of people on that and fucking there so yeah. they can pick it back up. Interesting. Wow. So yeah, there's it's there's, there's so much. I, I, th- I want to say it's the sport with the most lingo. Mm-hmm. Does that sound right? You're right. But like it's all like uh like I have a bad clapper. <laughs> That's an STD. <laughs> or a nasty fart. I got a bad clapper. Bad clapper? I got a bad clapper. I got a it's bad... It's a nasty clapper. It's like not good nasty. It's it's just a bad clapper. Is this a this is a negative thing, right? Like when you say I have a bad clapper, that's not good news. That's not good news. You have a bad clapper. What's the clapper? <laughs> is that the the something's something on you is loose? <laughs> like a a piece of equipment is like flapping off of you, like a pad or the right. tongue of okay. your boots or something is clapping. Okay, no, that's not it because you okay. didn't say yes. Uh, something with your stick that you clap on the ice. Hey, okay, you're getting warmer. Gloves? No, no. stick. Stick. Your stick is broken. The tape on your stick is falling no, off. No, 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 no. That know. sucks when that happens, though. A clapper is a slap shot. What's a bad clap? I have a bad slap shot. Oh. Okay. I could see that going the other way, too. Like, ooh, that guy's got a bad clapper. Like, no, that guy's I mean, got that a guy wicked clapper is what you would say. A wicked clapper. Got it. <laughs> he's right, got a cool. wicked clapper. So there's a little bit of Boston lingo in there. Yeah, right? Like Midwest Shea Canada, Weber, Boston. Like, like Shea Weber's got a nasty clapper from the top right circle, just like Ovechkin. <laughs> you know, like Ovi's got a fucking... Ovi's in the, Ovi's in the wheelhouse. You yeah. know what I mean? So, hey, there you go. Wheelhouse. Um, so, yeah, you got shit like that. Um, I do have a good bucket, though. You have a good bucket? I have a good bucket. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's your ass. <laughs> you have a blown out booty. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, that's really nice. I wish I did. I you have don't. a great bucket. <laughs> I got a great bucket. What's a bucket? Helmet. Helmet. Yeah. Ah, damn it. I was so close. <laughs> I got a good. I got a good bucket. This is fun. <laughs> I want to do this for the rest of the episode. What else is there? Oh God. See, no, we I, don't have to do this for the. Rest I was gonna say. Well, like I was gonna say, I don't. I don't really use them. They're all fucking jokes when you say them. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's just. Like, Wait, I forget. Do you have a good or a bad clapper? Or no, um, I have a bad I'm, clapper. I'm, you have you actually have a bad clapper? I do not have a good slap shot. But you have a good bucket. Yeah, I have a very good helmet. I'd say that evens out. You know, I think you're doing okay. My safety is more important than my than my <laughs> slap shot. Yes, I do agree. I do agree on that. 100%. Um, I want to quickly talk about uh, my new favorite game in years. Okay. Uh, because this is also a, a podcast where you talk about movies and games and TV shows. Um. Hades. Have you heard of Hades? Have you seen Hades? Do you know anything yes, about Hades? I know a lot about Hades, yes. I didn't. <laughs> we talked about it for the Game of the Year episode. Yes. Where it was nominated for like a lot of shit. Yeah. And part of me is like, whatever. They must have paid them a bunch of money to do that. Right. But then two reputable game things that I follow, Polygon.com and okay. a podcast called The Besties, which is four guys from Polygon.com who took the podcast with them when they left polygon.com both gave it game of the year um and they talked about why on the now i never played it i never played it i'll be honest i didn't like what i saw it it's a different type of game that's why i i, I real quick i didn't like it i didn't like it because of the breaking bad effect <laughs> okay 
Because it's too good. No, because everybody was just like Haiti. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's so you know so what it amazing. is. But but when you see it, it's just like, well, of course you're gonna say that about this game. Look at it. It makes sense. Of course you're gonna that's like it. So dumb. It's so nostalgic. I hate you. Oh man, that's it's so retro. Nostalgic. Oh my, it's not retro. It's so amazing. It's the all way hand drawn. Shot. It's not pixelated or anything. Oh, it's uh, the art is so amazing. It yeah, is. that's that's why. Yeah, of course you'd love something that the story and the voice acting and the art and the music and the gameplay is so amazing. That's so obvious. My footnote is over. Continue. <laughs> Thank you for that. Now I'm going to talk for 30 minutes about how good it is, and you're going to listen, idiot. Convince, that's, you should convince me right now to buy it. It might not be for you. Uh, I mentioned downstairs that it's a roguelike game. I don't know if you've played a roguelike game, but do you want me to quickly explain what that is? Make, Maybe for make, the folks who don't make listen. Make me a fanatic about this game. The, okay, I'll start with the story. You play as Zagreus, who I didn't think until recently is a real, per, a real Greek character. It's the son of Hades, god of the underworld. Oh. Greek, Greek mythology. This Very game's cool. all about Greek yes. mythology, as you can tell by the name. Those are always fun. So, yes. you are in Hades, in the house of Hades. So you're like, you have your bedroom, like you're you live in your dad's house, like this huge palace in Hades. Do you have a TV? Uh, you don't have a TV, but you have like a big mirror and you have like a looking pool and you have a nice okay. bed and you have okay. some art and decorations on the wall. Okay. And at the beginning of the game, you as the player don't know why, but Zagreus has decided that his plan is to escape Hades, the underworld. He's leaving. He's getting out. But Hades is designed to, it's not possible to escape it. So you leave, you literally jump out your bedroom window and like appear like angsty teenage, like, screw you, dad, I'm leaving. And you literally jump out the window and you have a sword or I think you start with a sword or a bow. Or I think you just start with the sword and you very quickly unlock the bow. So your weapon is the sword and it can do like some very simple combos and you leave and you go and you fight some monsters. You go into a room and it gives you some monsters and you fight them. And when you kill them, you get two doors that you could go through. And one door says, if you go through this door and beat what's behind this door, you get this prize. If you go through this door, you get what's behind this prize. So you can choose like, ooh, I think that prize will help me get farther than that prize. Like this one gives me plus 10 damage resistance or something like that. Or that one gives me plus 10 uh, attack damage. That's not actually what they are, but just for basics. So you go through and you make it to the next room and you make it to the next room and you have one life bar and slowly like you're getting hit. So you're taking hits and you keep going down and then you die and you see this animation of like, oh, there's no escape. And you like you die and you literally are like, oh, shit, <laughs> like he's upset that he's dead again and he gets brought back and like he comes out of this pool of blood back in the house of hades he's like time to try again and it's like canonical that you die over and over and over and over again like you're not supposed to beat the game on your first try it i i'd be shocked if someone was able to so you come back and then hades your dad is right down the hallway and he's like you're still trying to get out of here you're not going to be able to get out of here and you're like yeah screw you dad um and then you just go. You jump out the window again. And now maybe you'll try a different path of getting these temporary buffs. And the buffs are always temporary. They last for this run. So when you die, it resets all your buffs. So when you go back out there, you could try choosing, uh, maybe I'll try this guy's buff instead because I didn't try that before. Maybe that'll work better for my playstyle. But then there's certain things, certain items that you get that stick with you permanently. So when you go back home, there's like permanent up unlocks that you can get. 
So like a permanent, like here's a new weapon. Like here's a shield that you could bash or you could throw around the room and you have that weapon permanently. So now you have the sword and the bow and now you have the shield. Uh, and then there's like all these like very slow permanent upgrades. So you're slowly actually getting more and more powerful. It's like I've tried to beat it 20 times and I haven't, I don't think I've come close. Um, but I'm now like, I have all these things I've made myself like like exponentially better than I was. So each time I get like one room farther. Um, but each room throws like random enemies at you and they each have their own thing. And each time you play through, it's like you're playing a completely different game because the skills that you get aren't just like plus 10 damage or plus 10 damage resistance. It's like every time you dash, you deflect any damage that comes to you. So I'm just like, now I'm like, okay, I have to be dashing all the time. So I'm like, zip, 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 zip. Like I'm just zipping around like Sonic and anybody who's trying to hit me, their damage is getting mirrored back to them. So I'm like killing people by just dashing while they're trying to hit me. But then this next one, it's like every time you use your special attack, you do like area of effect damage. So now I'm like, I don't really care much about dashing unless I need to dodge something, but now I'm using the special and the special and the special and the special. So it's so different every time you play and all these buffs that you're getting throughout the way are gods from Olympus who for some reason want you, they want to help you succeed. They're like, you got this man. I know you can get out of there. Here's uh, Zeus's lightning. Like I'm going to give you my lightning power. So every time you use your sword, you do a little bit of electricity damage that does like chain lightning to any enemies that are around that enemy and you keep getting farther. And you, every time you go back home, there's like random Greek mythology characters that are around. So like Achilles who's dead. So he's stuck in Hades is like your BFF. So he's giving you like fighting tips. And each time you talk to him, like sometimes he'll leave and he won't be there for like two runs. So you come back home and he's not there and then you try again and you come back home and he's still not there and then your character will be like where's achilles like what's he up to and i'm genuinely like i hope he's okay <laughs> like achilles is giving me so many tips and you get attached to these characters and the art is incredible the music is so good the gameplay is chef's kiss and it's just it's awesome i'm addicted to it so roguelike is procedurally generated each time you play through it, it's different rooms it's a different order different enemies different power-ups, different weapons, but you get permanent upgrades. Um, so you unlock things that permanently make you better for every future attempt, not that just this next one. Your thoughts? You were very quiet during that, and well, I, I, I got to tell you that I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I told you to, to convince me. Yeah. So it's super fun. How much? Uh, well, name your price. <laughs> What are you playing it on? Switch. It's on PC, Mac, and Switch. Yes, I was going to ask you, do you recommend Switch being the best interface? Yes, because I played it in bed. I played it on the couch. I played it during my breaks at work. And I played it on the TV. Or if you get on PC, you could play it on the PC. And if you do, anybody who's listening who's interested, who's sold maybe, um, please do get it. Because it's, like, it's the most I've been addicted to a game since Breath of the Wild came out in 2017. <laughs> like... I'm thinking about it while I'm at work. And when I'm going to bed, I'm thinking like, what is the best way to kill that one enemy that keeps killing me? Um, I don't have thoughts about any game like that. I think you don't have thoughts that like stick with you when you're not playing it. I maybe red dead Two when I was playing it, I had moments where I just thought, what the fuck is going to happen here? Like what could, or like like, story thoughts. Yeah. Or like, I hope I do this. 
but nothing like sticks with me too much unless i really screwed up in warzone or something with friends or yeah. overwatch that's really overwatch pisses me off so much because <laughs> you like take it to heart when you well lose. it's it's because it's so team-based it requires so much team cohesion yeah that all it takes is one mistake one weak like, link like you got you got hit by a mccree when you didn't expect it because you were too far away from your tanks mm-hmm. and now it's immediately a 6v5 and they're flooding your five yep and you're just watching them all get flanked and you're while just you're like, waiting to respawn or you're slowly running back into the match and you're just like god so that's a bad thing damn it like, you're thinking about overwatch after the fact in a negative way i'm like so the three games that come to mind now hades Oh, actually, Minecraft. That's one that I just think of all the time. Um, Breath of the Wild, I was thinking of, like, uh, just what do I want to explore next? What is this? I want to go, like, fight that enemy. How do I fight this enemy better? Because that keeps killing me, all this cool stuff. Where do I... Basically, where do I want to go next? Uh, And then Tetris was the other one. I got so deep into Tetris, I would be, like, looking around the things in the room and just subconsciously being like, that looks like the L-shaped piece. That looks like the zigzag piece. That looks like the long skinny. That looks like the block. That looks like the (laughs) T-shape. Like, just everything became Tetris shapes. I guess guess the one... uh, There's, like, like two games I I actually... I've never played, but I've been watching Markiplier Mm. play them, and it makes me want to play them. Yeah, to the point where I I texted one of my best friends, like my 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 oldest best friend, and I said to him, he also lives super far away from me, but I said to him, "Do you want to play the forest?" Ooh, he said, "I've never played it, but I saw it a, a long time ago, and yes, that looks like a fun game." Yeah, like, yeah, the forest looks really fun, and I think I'd really enjoy it. But the problem is, is I think it would. I think I would, it would feel like work in a way because it's like we gotta we gotta forage we gotta we gotta build stuff we gotta like plan out our like land we gotta we gotta water our crops and shit like that you know what I mean just like that kind of like macro management yeah is kind of like it it makes me worry about just getting bo- like bored by the monotony of it but the story of the forest makes me really really interested in it yeah um so that's one game the other game is another markiplier uh series it's the raft the rat i don't think i know that one which i think i've played once yeah but it's uh you start off in the middle of the ocean with a hook and are, like, you, are you on like a little raft you're no you're on a plank of wood i okay. think you're on like two planks of wood <laughs> And you're basically just like like scavenging in the ocean with this hook. Wow! But you can build stuff. You could like try to get a piece of driftwood and add it. Yeah. Oh, look, there's a barrel floating by. What's in there? Oh, hey, like there's palm leaves that got knocked down. I love that. And then you begin to build shit. Like, oh, I can build a spear. And like, oh, I can, I can, I can build. I eventually have like enough pieces to make fire and to make a grill. And I can like get fish Cook fish <laughs> yeah and then it gets nuts and then there's shark attacks and they rip up off they rip off pieces of your like floating huh. your floating raft and then and then you find islands and then eventually you can like up your technology through just like scavenging shit like you learn how to make like a, a tree plotter to plant mango trees what yeah and like so actually like you could land somewhere and like have a home base for a bit no, uh, you could. You could. Is the point but, to like get rescued or something? Yes. Okay. Um, you can't. 
if you can go to an island, but your boat won't stay there because it will drift. So you need to know how to fabricate an anchor <laughs> with a pail and like rope and rocks. So you yeah. need to go in the water to get the rocks. But then there's the shark, so you can't stay in the water too long. That's then, really cool. I want to play this right now. And then, but then if you have crops like beets and or you plant stuff like uh, like potatoes or something or or berries or watermelon, seagulls will come and try to eat your shit. So you got to keep the seagulls away. Is like. Th- 3d 2d what's like it's the, 3d it's like minecraft is it first person yeah okay cool just like walking around like foraging is it's it like, yeah it's like blocky minecraft. or kind nope. of realistic looking it's cartoony looking. cartoony but cartoony. like not yeah cool not cubic yeah and you can build your raft and you get enough wood to make planks and you can get nets so you don't have to awesome. forge and it will just like you have to pick up your nets and that is so my shit yeah <laughs> And it's it's really it's really cool. And then it's just you get hungry and you need you get thirsty and so that you affects need to your get health. That and barbecue to make fish and yep yep that sounds awesome. It's pretty cool. So those two games are games that I've, I'm thinking about. But the problem is, is that they just they 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 require time. Yeah yeah yeah. It's a valuable precious resource for you. You know what we should do? Because hmm. I know you want to get into streaming. Sure, you should kick it off. With you and I playing Raft. Oh. Multiplayer? Yeah. It's multiplayer? Yes. Markiplier does it with two of, the, two of his friends. That'd be fun. He does it with Wade and Bob. I actually have uh, one of my coworkers, who used to be our coworker at our hey. last job, has been making me some uh, streaming art. Like, Ooh. be right back. Well, you let me Stream know. Stream starting soon. You let me know when you want to do it, because I'll buy the game and I'll do it if you yeah. are down. That'd be fun. My whole, my whole stream idea is very specific to start. It's very focused, but... Uh, On what? We'll see. Do you not want to spoil it? I, mean, I don't think I want to spoil it. Okay. Okay. But, you know, I don't. There's got to be a name for this effect, and I think we've talked about it before. But the thing of when you tell people that you're gonna do something, then you don't do it's it. It's like, oh, that's so cool, and like your brain is like, ooh, I did a good job by telling them that I did that, and then you get the serotonin rush by just telling people that you're gonna do that. So and you then don't you don't do, do, it. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, oh, I'm gonna get this tattoo idea. But, oh, that's such a co- cool tattoo idea. And then you don't get that tattoo idea for five years. But you see, the thing is, though, is that I feel like when I put it out there, I have to follow through with my word. No. <laughs> is that, no. Is that you just <laughs> not me? <laughs> when I say something out there to somebody, I feel like I have to hold myself accountable because I just I have to walk the walk now because I said that. Yeah. So yeah, I've had one tattoo idea. My first tattoo idea that made me want to get a tattoo probably thought of like seven years ago and mm-hmm. I still really want to get it. But I've told so many people about it who have said that is such a cool idea and I still haven't gotten it. And the two tattoos I do have almost spur of the moment decisions. Like literally like one day I was like, I want to get this. And then the next day I'm like, yeah, I want to get that. And then I got it. <laughs> like I barely told anybody about it. Um, How long was the uh, arm? Uh, two hours. Super quick. It's not bad. It's pretty big, right? Yeah. So for those listening, <laughs> For those listening to this audio-only podcast, I'm showing off my arm tattoo. I got a beholder from uh, Dungeons & Dragons on my shoulder. It looks like the one of the creatures from Rick and Morty. I can see that. Yeah. It's specifically Xanathar, for those who know D&D, who is the, uh, like the crime lord of Waterdeep. Now, you're okay with explaining why you wanted that specific? Because it looks cool. That's it? Well, actually, no. Did I tell you why I wanted that specific? No. Um, so the, he is a large character in a specific like Dungeons and Dragons like story book that you can get. So like Dungeons and Dragons has rules, it has monsters, it has all this all these blocks, like building blocks that you could build your own story from scratch. But then it also has pre-written campaigns. 
So you could buy like for 25, 30, 50 bucks, depending on the book, you could buy a book that tells you how to run this for your players. So like your players are in this city. This is their objective. This is what happens if they run into this. This is what happens if they run into this. This is what this guy is all about. So if your characters talk to him, this is what he wants. So make sure you role play that character to do that. There's one called Waterdeep Dragon Heist. Waterdeep is a big city in D&D. So it's one of the two campaigns that takes place entirely in Waterdeep. Uh, where it's a heist mission. So there's four possible bad guys that as the dungeon master, you're supposed to explain why all of them are so evil, but you need to join sides with at least one of them to help defeat another one of them. So it's totally up to the players like who they want to do. And Xanathar is like a very widely known character in D&D because there's a book called Xanathar's Guide to Everything. That's like a real life book. That's like an expansion for D&D. And it's basically, it's written by him, who's like this crime boss who collects all sorts of shit. So it's like, uh, this. I found this magical item that does this thing. But it's really just so a dungeon master has a cool new magical item that they could throw at their characters. That'll be cool. And they he learned that like, oh, you could be a, a monk but there's this new type of monk that I just learned about, but that's really just so when you're a player playing a monk, you now have another option of like what kind of subclass you want to be. So he's a big character and he's in that campaign and our dungeon master, who we used to work with at Apple did just a really great job playing with him. And he's like, Hey, let me tell you like just Italian mob boss, (laughs) which fits his character perfectly. And we ended up infiltrating his gang. Like we were not actually on his side, but we wanted to join his gang so he could get some Intel and to join canonically in the book, you have to get a tattoo on your shoulder of his symbol, which he's a giant. For those who don't know anything about this and aren't going to look it up. He's a giant floating eyeball monster with, teeth he looks like a cross between mike wazowski and medusa um (laughs) (laughs) right (laughs) am i wrong (laughs) that is so accurate that is so accurate yes (laughs) he's a big eyeball with a big spiky teeth mouth smile uh with one big cyclops eyeball in the middle and he has 10 like wormy snaky eyeball stalks sticking out of his head that don't have like a snake's mouth on him, just another eyeball. So he has, he's one big eyeball surrounded by 10 smaller eyeballs and he floats and he has like magical powers and all that stuff. So his symbol is just a circle with a dot in it representing the big eyeball with just 10 lines, like almost like compass points, but there's 10 of them. So we needed to get that. But my character, I was like, no, my character wants to like put down the money and like spend time at a tattoo shop and get a sick looking portrait of Xanathar to prove that he is not just, he's not going to be another gang member. He is, I love this guy. I want to be close to this guy and it actually worked so like xanathar was so impressed that i got like a full portrait of him instead of just the thing that he like brought me like closer into the gang and i was like his right hand man i thought that was so cool that's bad and then i i just texted my whole DD group chat i was like hey steve remember when we were playing uh dragon heist and xanathar needed tattoos and i got a real really realistic tattoo He's like, oh, God, yes. <laughs> and then I just sent him the picture of the thing. He's like, holy shit. <laughs> and then so like, how did you come up with that? Li- that campaign. <laughs> like 
literally this but tattoo. You, did you draw that and be no. like, this is what I want? I literally, I sent the tattoo artist an email. I was like, this is a p- picture of a beholder because they all look different. This is a picture of this specific guy I want to get. He has the blue colors and like the yellow chin, like the end- yellow underbelly. So I like he needs to look that way to be this guy. He can't be like red or orange or whatever because beholders can come in all sorts of colors. And then he has a pet goldfish that he's obsessed with that he never leaves out of his sight. So I'm like, I also want his goldfish to be part of it. And his goldfish is always it's really cool. He's like in this like crystal ball fishbowl. It's not yeah. like an open fishbowl and there's no air in it. It's just a perfect sphere of water with a fish floating in it. I just thought that was really cool imagery. But he's like this m- criminal underground mob boss who's obsessed with a little goldfish. <laughs> and it's such an interesting character detail. And like he collects shit. So like he steals the most magical shit in existence just so he can have it. But the thing that he loves the most is his goldfish. You make me want to get two tattoos that I will probably never get. Get them. Why not? Well, wait till I tell you what okay. they are. <laughs> so one is, um, so you never watch this show because you never watch anything I say. Yeah. But in Midnight Gospel, God damn it. there's an episode where one character is a small, um, small white bird that yeah. talks that has a str- a string like 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 a a a like a leash yep um it's the leash of consciousness okay to a tongueless criminal okay like a murderer criminal with no tongue yeah okay he, he supposedly like ate his tongue out of anger yeah and this bird is the consciousness speaking for like in conjunction with this being and the whole episode is something you should watch because it's beautiful. But I, w- I want to get the bird, like this little flappy bird with like this white, like this glowing white leash of consciousness to something. Okay. But I want this like this bird. What's the something going to be? Oh, I don't know. This yeah. is a thing. And the other one is from another episode Yeah. where it's a, uh, it's a specific species where it's a bipedal creature looks like a tall lanky human okay but the head is a fishbowl filled with water with a goldfish mm-hmm. uh the goldfish is actually uh i think it's brown okay and the goldfish talks and the goldfish is the actual head yep so it's like the eyes the mouth that's the talking of umbrella academy yeah and and that and and it's in this this being is the captain of a pirate ship of cats. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and he talks about magic okay. in the episode. Magic not being traditional. Hey, what card was this was your card? But like yeah. magic in the sense of what we would call um, like spirituality and meditation in the enlightenment process of what we go through is the magic that we conjure and we term as magic because we can't comprehend it. Represented by a fishbowl headed captain of a pirate ship controlled by cats. Well, yeah. Well, in a way, that's just the <laughs> that's just the that's just the messenger. But like, it's also kind of like a. It's a symbol of how, you know, it is the being inside of a being that can be freed from that. Okay, sure. Way, right? So but you would get that guy. If we're not ready, we would die. Yeah. The human body with a... You just gotta head. watch these episodes. Why don't you watch these fucking it episodes? It sounds... 
I'm it's so, so good. I'm so, so glad good. that you love it. And it sounds so good for you that you have this. <laughs> it's I fucking hate it. Why? You've <laughs> the never way seen you're describing it. it makes me mad. Why? You've never seen it. It's just like Hey man, what if we put like a fishbowl headed captain of a pirate pirate cat ship, but we had him talk about like magic, but not like card tricks, but like spirituality, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like just that's it. I feel like I, I've absorbed what but I was isn't get that out like of the every cartoon show? No, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm a much more traditional story absorber. What? I need like beginning, <laughs> middle, end. There is a beginning, middle, end. Yeah, but like I need like a more traditional like three act structure, hero, bad guy, blah blah blah. If there's some metaphors in there, great. But like perfect example is Studio Ghibli movies, yes. like Miyazaki movies, are so great, and I I I get why they're so great, and I enjoy them, but they're not like. They're not my thing at all because right. they don't follow like a beginning, middle and end. It's just weird things are happening in this world that has rules that aren't explained to you, but you could figure out by watching. And it's just, well, now this fish is turning into a girl who's getting a crush on this four year old boy. And now the world is flooding. And now her magical dad comes to take her back. And now everybody can breathe underwater. And she can make little toy boats, bigger toy boats. And if you're lost by my description <laughs> of that, that's a good movie, by the way. That's that's a good movie. It's my favorite uh, Studio Ghibli movie, yeah. Ponyo. It yeah. is the same here. The perfect. I am so sick. Like imagine, like when you probably had COVID at the beginning of the year, <laughs> and you were just out of commission. Yeah, Ponyo would have been such a good movie to watch. Why? It's just so. Mm, nice. <laughs> like, <laughs> there's no story. It's just nice things happening. And I think that's the thing of like, there's no structure and there's no point there to Ghibli movies okay. and this okay. weird cartoon you're describing. No, it's so, just things happening. No, Midnight Gospel has a point and, and Midnight Gospel has structure. But the idea of it is that you have to, the whole purpose of it is the whole experience of letting go. Sure. Because you're holding on to that structure. Yeah. You're holding on to that. I need, I need these three acts. You're holding on to this, to this formula that you know of how to interpret things. Yeah. And you need to let go and just be like, I'm not going to try to put this into something I can understand. Yeah. And I can use to ground myself through this experience. I'm going to try to just take this experience for what it is and to go through it for what's happening. You, I don't know if we've talked about it on the show, but you have used that exact same description to describe your thought process when you're high. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 100%. So, 100%. And I have never felt that way. <laughs> so, I could tell that we are not on the same wavelength. Late. Oh my God, am I broken? We are not on the same. <laughs> Let we go, baby. Are not let go on of it. the same wavelength. Just let go of it, man. Just give in. So we will not be on the same wavelength about the show. God, that sentence hurt to get out. I want you to watch the episode with the reindeer dogs, and I oh want you. To, I want you. What's I, the name of the episode? I don't think it's the best episode of theirs, but I think it's the one that's going to make you go the most like reactive to me. 
Okay. Does that make sense? May, may, what do you mean reactive? Like, like I combative think... <laughs> or agreeable? <laughs> I think because if... that one's gonna make me the most angry. <laughs> it's the one that's gonna make you the most. I think. Um stirred up it's the uh da, 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 da. oh uh deer dog officers and wolves is the second episode it's called deer dog officers and wolves no the uh, the episode is called officers and wolves but you call it deer dog <laughs> no well no that's what they're called they're okay. called deer dogs um can you is there an episode description there on a planet populated by baby clowns Clancy hears a deer dog's thoughts on death as they head to a slaughterhouse. Okay. <laughs> Don't remember the clowns in your description. <laughs> Doesn't sound cool. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. The one with the bird, you should watch then. You should watch the one with the bird. Okay. That one is episode five. It's called Annihilation of Joy. Okay. Do you want to hear that description or yes. no? Okay. The description is at a prison for at a prison for simulated beings suffering from existential dread, Clancy ponders reality as he watches an inmate perish over and over. Yeah, sure. Sees episode five. That one sounds interesting. Annihilation of joy. That is amazing. The perishing over and over. Or I'm gonna read the uh, HBO Max description of Ponyo. Okay. A magical goldfish named Ponyo. <laughs> The young daughter of a sorcerer father and a sea goddess mother befriends Sosuke. Or, uh, how do I pronounce that? I'm, I know I'm pronouncing it wrong. No, I trust you. Sosuke? Uh, Ponyo yearns to become human to be with Sosuke, but their friendship leads to unintended consequences on both land and sea. So yeah, basically, Goldfish becomes girl, wants to be friends with boy. Uh, Liam Neeson, the sea god, <laughs> comes to get her back, and then the world floods. But don't worry, she can make little tiny toy I mean, spoilers boats here. We're making you're, you're giving lots of spoilers, but I could spoil any Studio Ghibli movie, and it doesn't take away from any Studio Ghibli movie at all. Like it's it's so not what they're about. Like it's just it's so much about the. J it's about the journey, but not about like the stages of the journey. Like example, Iron Man. They set up the character. I just picking a random movie. Okay. Uh, Iron Man. They set up the character. This is Tony Stark. This is what he's all about. This is the predicament he's in. These are the obstacles he has to overcome. This is how he does it. This is what he does now. And then this is a new obstacle he has to overcome. And then this is how he gets over that. And this is where he ends up at the end of the movie. I have not seen a Studio Ghibli movie that follows that. It's just like, here's a walking castle. And now there's a guy who can fly and sometimes turn into a bird. And then there's a <laughs> fireplace that can talk. And the young girl turns into an old girl. But then the bird guy doesn't remember her because she's old now. Even though he saw her turn. But now he's blonde, which is bad. And now the castle stopped walking because the talking fireplace is sad. And then the girl <laughs> talks to the fireplace, which makes the blonde guy have black hair again turn into a crow but he turned into a crow too hard and now his feathers are falling out but then they just are all happily ever after in the end because the scarecrow that was chasing them down the street the whole time finally made its way into the walking castle <laughs> i've never I seen just that movie spoiled um a studio ghibli movie I know, for I, you i know what movie that is <laughs> but why would you watch that with that description and not watch annihilation of joy the midnight gospel well, I, I, here's what I will say about Studio Ghibli movies. 
hands down my favorite animation style art ever. Okay. It is the best looking. It is the best thing my eyes have ever seen. Okay. <laughs> Any Ghibli movie is just pure like, <gasps> just that is that looks. It's so, mm, it's so good. Like it's beautiful. The animations are incredible. Just the way, like the way the eyes are drawn and the way the faces are shaped and the way the the people move is so pleasing and the way the machines move and the way the water sloshes. Like everything okay. about it is just like. Oh, it's like eye ecstasy for my eyeballs. And then the story is like, whatever. I'm here for the story. I'm not here for the story. I'm here for the art, but I'll listen to your story. Midnight Gospel. I've seen the animation style. It's not for me. So? So there's not much of it there for me. But what if it's what if it's the dialogue? What if it's I, some of the best dialogue you've ever I'm going to watch one episode of it. Tell me which episode to watch. The bird one? So Can here, I watch them so out of order? The problem. Here's the problem. The best episode is the very last episode. But I have to watch all the only ones to get there? Yes, because the whole season is a is kind of like about the journey of life. Okay. And the last episode is death. Okay. And it's more beautiful when you go through the growth path yeah. that's discovered in each episode when you get to the end. Yeah. So the end will not be... A resounding finale for you if you just jump straight to it. Sure. But if you had to only watch one. Should I watch the first one? Want the president and no, zombies or whatever? No, no. If you have to watch only one, uh, I would say Annihilation of Joy. The bird one. The bird one. Annihilation, Annihilation of, joy. of Joy. Cool. If anybody listening is interested. That is episode I'm, five. I'm going to try real hard to watch it. And we'll talk about it next week. I'm going to put it in the notes. Oh, God. Right You're now. You're going to hold me to it. Hang on. Hang on. Here we go. <laughs> so, and not, okay. So, we're going to do Midnight Gospel. While you're doing that, I could sum up our whole so conversation fun. on WandaVision for this week. It's good now. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. We it's- slogged through the 50s, 60s, and 70s trash it makes sense and it uh was kind of what we thought yes it it also it answered some questions in a satisfying way it brought up some new questions there were if you look at like when they're like putting all the questions on the board with like the whiteboard and the expo mark or whatever right uh, one of them is like why all the hexagon shapes and I was like, hmm, I noticed the hexagons, but I just thought that was like a theme of the show. But if they're asking, that means it's important. And what the hell does that mean? <laughs> I never noticed any hexagons. Yeah. At the like the beginning or end of each show, it's always like WandaVision. And it has like the title of the show in a hexagon shape. Hmm. And then people are pointing out hexagons that they're seeing all over the place. Like there's hexagons all over. And hmm. maybe it's like hex, like witch hex oh, which yeah. is hex but yeah. it could be so many different things something with six sides could be six infinity stones could be six the, the big thing that threw me off was when she like snapped out of her trauma of uh of vision mm. with the black and white dead vision with dead vision yeah and she was like nope not having that yep and she's like okay what does that mean it means because she- one of the questions on the board is is vision alive or dead I think Vision's dead. Yeah. Do you think it's just like his corpse like puppeteering, but she's picturing it not dead? Like she's controlling him? Maybe. 
Do you think Vision's dead, lifeless, grayscale corpse is just going I through don't. the motions? I, but I, she's... I don't. I think she is... She's trying not to see Vision in the last way she saw him. Yeah. And that's why she's projecting so hard on this happy version of Vision. Yeah. So I think that's why she lapsed because she had the connection to the reality yeah. when that... Uh, what's her name? I fucking forget her name, but she was Darcy? like... Yeah. She or, was like, oh, no. Uh, Monica Rambeau. The, uh, the black girl. Yeah. Yeah. Is her name Monica? And her, her actual name is Monica Rambeau. Right. Okay. But so, in the show is like Darlene or something. It was some old fashioned name. Yeah. Like it was Darlene. a fake name. She's like, oh, he died by Ultron. Like that. Yeah. That was the crack. Yeah. And I think that's why she saw Vision like that. Because yeah. she had the crack of back into, hey, like he's actually dead. Yeah. Like, remember? You saw that. Yeah. This is what she, he looked like. like she kind of shook the Etch-A-Sketch a little bit. Yeah. So she's starting to see through the cracks. She's, and she's like, like panicking. Fucking no. <laughs> okay. I do like how it explained the beekeeper. Yes. That was genius. Because I was just like, what the I was literally fuck? like, how the hell could there be a beekeeper? And then they show a hazmat suit go, guy going through this here. I'm like, oh, that's the beekeeper. That makes so much sense. It's That was, that was it chef's kiss. It's almost annoying how obvious that was yeah right <laughs> and we didn't think of it the same thing with the chopper yep it was a drone it was a drone and it made <laughs> so much sense and i can't believe we didn't figure that out yeah um really cool like i'm i'm really pleased with it but it brought up more questions so at the beginning when um uh it's not jimmy chu it's jimmy woo Woo. James Wu, yeah. Um, when he's outside and uh, Monica Rambeau shows up and they're talking and the two cops are there. He's like, tell him what you told me. Uh, what do you know about Westport or whatever? He's like, there's no such thing as Westport. It's Eastport. Then the cops get in the car and drive down the street, but we don't see them. And then like 10 seconds later, they show a camera shot that looks all the way down the street and there's no cop car, which means that they just whoop, like they just went right into the bubble. Um, no, they pulled a Yui and they left. Oh, I missed that. They pulled a Yui and left. Whoops. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, there is there is no Westview. I saw one theory of like what Westview is. Like there's this barrier around it and everything that goes through is just kind of whoop. Like it just changes the way it looks and acts, I guess. Um, and then I watched Civil War because I've been watching a bunch of Marvel movies recently. Captain America Civil War where we see binary augmented retro framing or barf yep which is iron man's like yeah. like hologram it's the thing. same thing that was used in uh spider-man what if the whole of westview is barf like what if it's a giant bubble of hologram it can't be why not because it has to be physically based like the, like the thing that made the barf work with the with spider-man far from home was that it was it was actually drones there were drones being produced something physical so you can't just have the visual experience you need to have a physical touch to it okay that's a good point that's a good point it's a very interesting theory also also i don't know why stark technology would be involved in that right i i almost want them to be like done with stark like i feel like (gasps) spider-man how dare you spider-man far from home was like a good like tony stark Died in Endgame. Spoilers, if you're listening to this um, and you haven't seen Endgame. Uh, Tony Stark died in Endgame and then Far From Home was like the aftermath of Tony Stark. I don't want them to keep like talking about all his shit forever. No, but like at the same time, you can't. 
I can see them referencing Tony. Yes. But I can't see them. But I don't want another thing based off of Tony. Like Far From Home was com- like so heavily based off of Tony. Yes, that All is the true. bad guys were ex-Tony employees. True. I, I really do like how... Uh, like one of my favorite parts about all that is when um, Parker is... When Peter Parker is like freaking out and smiling, he's like, you think... Tony had any idea what the fuck he was doing yeah. at all, like at, ever. <laughs> Verbatim. That's exactly what he said in the movie. He's like, yeah, really? He's like, yes. Like Tony had no clue what he was doing. Yeah, exactly. Just like he was just doing the best he could, man. Yeah. Like he just was doing what he could. Yeah, that's good. And like it humanized that connection so much. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I feel like. But WandaVision. I, I feel like with WandaVision, I still I'm 100% sold on the fact that this is 100% Wanda. And it's literally just about sword trying to contain it, mm. trying to figure out what it is and contain it. Yeah, the I'm thing that to I see think where is, it's gonna go. The, yeah, the one thing I think is really weird is that they know it's with Wanda. Yeah, who they know is an Avenger because Monica came out and like the first thing she said was like, "It's all Wanda. Everything is Wanda." Yes, and then also on top of that, we know that this is obviously post snap, mm-hmm. right? So everybody. Oh back. my god! Which how like chilling was that? That was so crazy. Seeing the reverse snap happen. Yeah. That oh was cool how they god. did that. And nobody knew what the fuck was going on. People didn't even know that they got snapped, which we yeah. kind of saw in Endgame. Yeah. Spider-Man was like, I remember when I got all dusty, I must have passed out because I woke up and Doctor Strange was like, it's been five years. We got to go. And he started doing the spinny thing with his hands. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the spinny thing with his hands. Um, the, 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 what was I? The thing that I'm super like, like focused on is how come... They know it's Wanda. Yeah. This is post-snaps. So everybody's back. Yep. They're not going to find any other Avenger? Any other mm. enhanced person I mean, so it sounds like it's know? been a day. Remember, like, they said, uh, like, Monica's been missing for a day, for 24 hours or something. So all of this has been taking place in less than 24 hours. True. But again, I mean, I don't know. I just feel like... After all that this group of people, like the the American agencies in this timeline yeah. have experienced in the past <laughs> however many years, you would think when something like that happened, they would know exactly like call up this person, call up that person, <laughs> call up Doctor Strange, get, get Thor. banner down here. <laughs> yeah. Like just let's make sure we don't know what I the think hell this ha- is. That's part of like the suspension of disbelief that you have to have when you when there's now such a big mcu universe and they do a solo movie um that you have to kind of be like this is their solo movie and sometimes they write in a reason why they can't um like at the end of spider-man when spider-man's going through all that like world ending shit and at the end the scroll or uh talos is like everybody's asking me where the avengers are i don't know where they are yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> Same thing when uh, when Parker was asking, like, what about Thor? Off like, world. Off world. Yeah. Like, Captain Marvel? Unavailable. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just, and, yeah. And he keeps asking and keeps asking. Just Yeah, like, which we then found out was Talos. <laughs> yeah. That, he was the one answering all that. Yeah. Everybody's asking me where the Avengers are. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it just, yeah, so they, they answered that. So it's just like, eh. That's their answer. Like, where's all these people? Eh, it's just, just, it's just shut it's, up. It's such a fucking. <laughs> it's such. It's not plot armor. It's like a plot um, debuff. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's like a whatever the opposite of armor is. Yeah, it's like the ability to just do what they need you for plot. To be weak, exactly. Yeah. It's just, Which is... What? I, get the it, fuck out of here. It kind of needs that. It could definitely be done wrong. But when you don't have that, I think that's when you get into the superhero movies that are basically super superhero with superpower and then supervillain with identical superpower. Because what else would be a comparable fight to that superpower? Like, what yeah. else would be an interesting thing to watch Ant-Man fight than other Ant-Man? Because that's the bad guy in Ant-Man. Iron Man versus just, other Iron Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Iron Man versus other Iron Man. Black Panther versus Black Cheetah. <laughs> like... <laughs> Thor versus Thor versus Loki in the first one. Oh yeah, true. well I mean it was kind of Thor versus Destroyer. That was like a much smaller story. That um, was you know what's you know what's the the weirdest part about the first Thor movie? It seems very anticlimactic. Yeah, the whole movie. Yeah, it's very boring to watch. I think. <laughs> I well, the thing that's most exciting is seeing Thor. Yeah. It's seeing Thor kind of interact with the world. There, that movie is straight world building. At that point, they knew Avengers was coming. They knew he was going to be in Avengers. Right. They just needed us to know who he is. And this isn't like Thor from Norse mythology necessarily. It's Thor from the MCU Norse mythology, yeah. which is different than like what you read about in a book. We should wrap this up, though. We're going long. Okay, bye. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, if you can uh, give us a rate on whatever you're listening to us on and uh, tell a friend about, about us, we can use the help. Yay. Okay, now bye. Yeah, I'm pretty positive I eat a lot of calories each day. Yeah. I just don't know <laughs> what that number is. Um, what, what I like about this is that I'm just I'm just tracking it, so I know. <laughs> like, mm. I'm just aware now. True. That helps a lot. That helps a lot. Have you tracked what a Five Guys burger is? Stop. <laughs> <laughs> no. 840 calories, at least. <laughs> That's cute. I'm going to look it up. It's probably in here. Yeah. 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 yeah.